You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh boy, it's Wednesday, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. So that was a game last night. Yep, yep, sure was. Boy, oh boy. Hey, you want some How facts? How about those Blackhawks, man? You want wow. some You want some facts? Wow. Yeah, I love You know some. I'm a big fan of facts. Hit me, bro. You know that Peter Morazic in goal oh. for the Blackhawks up until last night hadn't won a game since February 25th? February 25th, you say? Hey, you know, up until last night, the Chicago Blackhawks lost eight straight games in regulation. In regulation. That's the longest regulation losing streak for them in 34 years. Mm. Did you know they scored 13 goals over those eight games? That was it? Well, I'm glad you said that. Uh, Chicago won eight and one in their last 10 road games up until last night and being outscored 38 to 16. Oh, here's another one. Mm-hmm. The Hawks are dead last in the league heading into last night, scoring a putrid 2.42 goals per game. Putrid. That's a good word to use. Yeah. Woof. Big woof. Um, woof. I, you know what I hate sometimes? That I feel stuff sometimes. Emotions? And this sounds so stupid. Like you wish you were just an AI and you're just like an no. emotionless robot? No, I just can't wait till there's an AI Matt Rose in 2050 no, that can live stop. on forever. I don't want to. So remember how I've been saying the last 48 hours on the show? Uh-huh. Like we're not on for 48 hours, but whatever. I go, this feels like a trap game and it shouldn't be a trap game. Didn't I say that? Yeah, I said that about the Vancouver game too, but... I sure kept enough. saying it had a lot of trap game vibes to me. And sure enough, you lose 4-3 to the Chicago Blackhawks in a game you absolutely have to have. And for the most part, just didn't have it in the sense that like sometimes there's games where you can bust your ass and you can still lose the game because, you know, the other team gets a couple bounces, they make a power play goal, something like that. But that looked like a game where for long stretches, the Blackhawks won every race to the puck. They won every battle along the wall. They had every clean breakout. And that's the worst place team in the NHL. They got a stinky worst roster. Worst place team. That, that roster reeks. Stank, bro. That roster needs a shower. Oof. I think a lot of us need a shower after that game last yeah. night. Sad, um, cold shower. Head um, against the wall. I uh, I also got our good friends at Sportsnet Snats. Snats. <laughs> Sportsnet Snats. Hey, what about Sportsnet Snats? <laughs> I got our good friends at you Sportsnet love snats, eh? Stats. Well, I, you know I like facts. But what about snats? Because I, I like if I see it, I like snats too, whatever they are. When I see it on the TV or in person, uh-huh. my eye, uh-huh. I'm like, I feel like there's something to this numbers-wise to back up what I'm watching. Because that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. I like to do the old eye test, uh-huh. and then I like to back it up with facts. Yes, I agree. 
And I'm going to do that in the 7 o'clock hour when it comes to one Nazem Kadri. You got some stone-cold facts? Yeah, like stone-cold Steve Austin facts. To back up what we saw yesterday, which was disappointing to say the least. What what was disappointing? The one-handed backhand flip behind the net? Well, I was pers- that disappointing? Personally, I thought the backhand soft drop pass that led to that turnover, that led yeah. to the one-handed pass behind the net. Yeah. That was another part that I, I was... I would say disappointed in. Um, we got a lot to do today. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on the text line, 960-960, name and location. Tell us how you're feeling about the Flames this morning. Yeah. Just tell us how you're feeling. Voicemail's open. Text line's open. Love to get your emotions. Maybe maybe we can mix in a couple calls at 7 o'clock. I don't know if you want to. Co- Alex, is the phone line working here today? Is it working? Yeah, should be. Got a workout last night. but Should be. Okay, I like that. Sounds we, very do confident. We know what, do we know what time Patty checked out yesterday? Signed off? Oh. Probably pretty late. Yeah. Flames lose 4-3 to the worst team in the NHL last night at home in a game they had to have on the front end of a back-to-back. Oh, by the way, you know, why, why go into Winnipeg tonight and be tied for a playoff spot in a national game with everything on the line? Why do that? Nope. How about you're two and a half points back of the Jets now because of the tiebreaker and the Jets have a game in hand. You know what tonight is, Maddie? What? You know where you're going to have a drink tonight? You're going to have a drink at the last chance saloon tonight. That's what you're doing at the Calgary Flames. Because mm-hmm. if you don't win tonight in regulation, it's curtains for the season. Because then you'd be... Five points back of a playoff spot with three to play. Yep. That's because uh, the tiebreaker matters. It really does. Yeah. Didn't get enough regulation wins. Like we've talked about for a lot this year. You look at all of the lost points, all of the games lost to teams well below 500, the overtime losses to good teams, especially early on in the season where they couldn't help themselves taking penalties in in the extra time. Like, Man, there's just been so many things that have led to this point. And now you've got this game with the Jets. And like you said, the tiebreaker certainly matters. The schedule is not great. That really felt like the, uh, you know, it's it's pretty close to the dagger here. But you got one more game in Winnipeg. You got to try and turn it around. The Jets would have been sitting at home, having a pop, watching that game, taking it all in and getting set for this game today. Flames plane landed, what, around 12.40 Calgary time yesterday in Winnipeg, about six hours ago. So one team's going to be rested. One team is going to be, I don't know, the I don't know. The mood was melancholy, I would say, after uh, the game and some of those press avails that we saw from the players and coach. If I hear the word fatigue or tired or spent, are you kidding me? Every team is tired and spent at this point of the National Hockey League season. Every single team. Oh, Markstrom looks tired. Oh, great. Make a save with your glove Mm. in a critical game. Make one save. Don't let in the first shot off your glove. A lot of vibes the same way that the Ducks scored, Vitrano, when Anthony Sioux scored last night. Pretty much the the same goal. Coming out of the corner. Yep, beat him glove side. Yep, yep. I thought the defensive coverage on that was no good either. Yeah, Tanev was lost on that play. Jonathan Taves wins a board battle about as easy as you can. But 
you got like I honestly thought that I wanted to save more on the fourth one rather than the first one. Okay. I uh I've been positive throughout this entire time. You really have. But again, I I had the I had the feeling it was a trap game last night and it shouldn't have been. There's no excuses for losing to the Blackhawks last night. Absolutely none. Take the fatigue, take the tired, take whatever excuse you wanted. That's it. I, I don't want to hear it. Like, and you have a guy in Kadri, he just needs to be better in that situation. Across the board, he has needed to be better for like the last month. He had oh, what? Oh, wait till you hear the numbers I got for you, Matty Rose. Like, he had what? A good month and a half after the first couple weeks of the season, maybe when he was playing alongside Dubé and Manjapani. But the best plays all come before Christmas. This is a guy who won the cup, played with the Colorado Avalanche, played really well. You know, he's been one of the guys that's been talked about is someone who, you know, has been upset with the coach and going back and forth. Let's, I want to save the Kadri conversation for seven o'clock. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Works for me. I have some, I have some numbers and guess who shot me a text last night. Who shot you a text last night? It was late. I was watching the game uh-huh. on the on on the old PVR there. I had to write my notes. Yeah. And uh, my friend Melancholy Malcolm sent me a text. Oh, really? And uh, he definitely... Um, was he on social media yesterday after the game? Yeah, he was scouring social media doing last a, night. Doing a little doom scroll, per se. Yeah, and he wants to uh, he wants to read some of uh, the Flames fans' oh. tweets from last night. Okay, good. We'll do that in the 7 o'clock hour, too. Okay, perfect. Great. Um, we have a voicemail on the show. We do have a voicemail on the show. New edition. Very exciting. Very yeah, fun. We, we were going to ask you to do like Tiger Woods stuff for the Masters, but we, we can't do that this morning after that. Gross 4-3 loss to the Chicago Blackhawks last night. Mm-hmm. Our voicemail number is this. Quickly remember it. 403-407-0238. Go. 403-407-0238. It's pretty good. Was it close? Yeah. Oh. You got it. Or uh, a 403-4070 bet. That's our voicemail for the big show. You get to hear Alex's voice, and then you get to leave an angry voicemail. How many? We, we, got, we got like four we want to play this morning, Alex? Yeah, we got four... Uh, one of them I didn't cut down, so it's a little long. Well, but... we can just fade it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have two before the game and then two after the game. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, let's play the two before the game. Let's live in that world <laughs> where the Flames actually didn't completely ah. blow a game against the Chicago Blackhawks last night. Let's play those. Oh, yeah. It's your boy, Macho, here. Tiger Woods is going to win the Masters and run away with it. Like how he ran away from his wife when she found out he was getting it on with those waitresses and swung a golf club at him. Oh, yeah. He's going to win it. Like how I won SummerSlam. Dig it. Um, was that the Flames one? Nope. That was, our, that was one of the ones from before. Yeah. We got that one around this time, actually. Thanks <laughs> yes, uh, for the Macho, macho Man. man. And the uh, he's really likes his impression. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not. Uh, our man Patrick Dumas back today. Thank goodness. Um, Patty, your thoughts on that Macho Man impression? Mm. Give me, give me a score out of ten. 
Uh, you know what? He's probably getting like an eight, seven. Okay. Seven, eight. Mm, not yeah. bad. It's not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a passing grade. We All had right. some good Daryl Sutter impressions yesterday. <laughs> they were good. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have a Flames-related one now, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Here. Here we'll go Flames. Oh, oh okay. No, 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 no. Ninth place. No, 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 no. Ninth place. Ninth place. Ninth place. Ninth place. Ninth place. <laughs> Yes, and the Is that farting. A fart at the end. Well, yeah. using his mouth, I guess. Oh. Or, or he put the phone right by his. You know what? That's a well-timed call. If that's how he. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was that from before or after the game? That was after the game. Alex, I asked you to play the the ones before the game and then after the game. Were the ones before oh, the game not about the game? No, they were Tiger Woods related. Okay. That's what we <laughs> None asked of this them. is working. That's what we asked for them before the game. Yeah, but I you told me before they do we have flames related before the game. I <laughs> uh we don't. You see, and again, I look like a dick now. <laughs> what? Oy. Patrick, were you under the impression the way Alex laid it out is that we had two flames voicemails before the game? Yes. And then two that's flames voicemails that's after. That's kind of what that's I was what getting I, at. Yeah, so Maddie's on the same page. I, You're on the same page. <laughs> I'm on the same page. Alex not on oh. the same page. I don't know how I managed to mislead oh. you all with this. And again, I, I'm trying here, Alex. I, You know, I moved across the country to host this show. And he moved across for you. Alex, I left everything behind back home. Wife, my friends, my family. My girlfriend, everybody's back home. <laughs> and I came to do a show here in Calgary to do my best. Because I heard how great it is in the city of Calgary. Uh, hey, it is How great. nice the people are. They are nice. It's one of the most beautiful cities on the planet. It is the most beautiful city on the face of the earth. And then, uh, <laughs> stuff like this happens this morning, and I, I kind of look in the mirror and go, why? Why, George? <laughs> why did you get on that plane in October? <laughs> And, and then again, and then, then again, again, and then again, and then again. Do you have another Flames one uh, after the game here? Uh, so this the other Flames one's pretty long. How long is it, Alex? Uh, it's a minute twenty. Is it good? There's a lot going on in is it. Is there swearing in it? Uh, based on the transcription, no. A transcription's not always right. It could make words out yeah, of other let's words. Roll the dice yeah, this let's send it. Whatever. All right. Whatever. Is Brody ever pumped up? Sorry. Yep. Right. You know, we get a complaint, we get a complaint. <laughs> okay, play. Is Brody ever pumped up on that voicemail uh, recording? Love it. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just calling in. This is Andrew from Oak Ridge. And I've been enjoying what you guys have been doing on the big show, and, and I just finished uh, putting myself through the, the torture of that Blackhawks <laughs> flame game. And <laughs> I want to let you know that, you know, even with these losses, I know that when I drive to work tomorrow, I'm going to have a good laugh when I hear Texty McTexterson, read mm. read the prompts. You know, you guys are always so good with that. Like, and mm. saying like the Flames' loss hurts more than a bee sting to the to the left nut, or, yeah. or that Flames' <laughs> loss hurts more than a bee sting um, to, to the right nut, or, mm. or, or the Flames choked harder against the Blackhawks uh -oh. than uh -oh, here we go. security for Chris Rock at last year's Oscars. Or, okay, oh, good. Okay. Oh, the Flames bring more sadness to finding out the McDonald's milkshake machine is broken. Or the Flames. Playoff chances are as unlikely as any fan 960 listener hitting up any of Russick's Niagara Falls 
location recommendations. They tell okay. me that's and we're, <laughs> good reference. We're not heading that way. Okay. Or, or this flame season overall has been the opposite of, like, well, I guess it's been the opposite of listening to, to Brody on the beat. I, okay. Mm, I just, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's probably Thank good. You. Yeah. Greatest right. segment in Canadian sports radio. Best, best segment in Canadian radio tomorrow, Brody on the beat. Yeah, don't miss it. I, I did like, uh, what was his name, Alex? Adam? Andrew. 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 Oh, man. Third day of the charm. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, thank you for listening. Thank you for the kind words. Mm-hmm. I did like how he was rapid firing a lot of text topics there. Yeah, well no, that, that was good. Like that was yeah. there. There was not a meandering or about. Yeah. He used every second very efficiently. Yeah, uh, the numbers four zero three four zero seven zero two three eight four zero three forty seventy bet. Uh, you might as well play the other one we got about Tiger Woods because we're we're already down this rabbit hole. We might as well <laughs> so, just play it. I have a feeling this could be our Macho Man person just doing Tiger Woods. So let's oh, find I would out. love oh, to hear it. Oh, well, good. Oh, sorry, my audio. Hmm? Hey, this is Tiger. <laughs> Can you please just let me win the Masters this week? I'm really good. I'm Tiger Woods. Fist pump, fist pump. That's all. That's all. <laughs> fist pump, fist pump. Fist pump, fist pump. Let me win the Masters. I'm Tiger Woods. Fist pump, fist pump. Awkward <laughs> high five. Awkward high five. Leave my girlfriend at the airport telling we're done. Pack up your S and get out of here. That's Just Tiger kidding. It's you. not a trip. You're not allowed back in yeah. my house. Sorry, you're out. Bye. Yeah, uh, the Big Show's voicemail, 403-407-0238, 403-4070-BET. Call in. Give us a shout. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Morning Boys, uh, morning boys uh, Tanner and uh, Airdrie, I think it's time for the Macho Man to be retired already. Maybe he might be. Yeah, I don't think he's around anymore. Like, Macho Man's got to really bring it to get on the air again. We've already banned Alex's brother, Marcus, to never be on the show again. <laughs> Yeah, the voicemail has showed up, and very quickly we've started to hand out bands, which I'm totally fine with. No, it's fine. Being liberal with that, but yeah, yeah I agree. But uh, the text messages, um, we want to hear from you. Tell us how you're feeling about the Flames this morning. After that 4-3 loss to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, why don't you sit down, listen to the big show, maybe have a drink at the last last chance saloon that is the Flame season tonight in Winnipeg. Maybe don't have to start drinking yet. It's only 6-20, but... If don't, you're listening on the podcast, by all means. Don't tell people how to live their lives. Yeah. Actually, okay, so you know what? Pitter patter. Have yeah, at her. Yeah. It's a Wednesday. Why Hear not? Hear the dog. Yeah. Hear the dog. That's an old school There's thing, too. One thing that makes me feel good at this hour in the morning, it's like whiskey. Yeah. Hair of the dog. Vodka. Guys named like Rod and Randy oh. are doing hair of the dog. Yeah. That's, got a lot of drinks last night. Gotta you know get what that is? The... Toothpick lifestyle. It, it totally is. <laughs> And like silver spiky hair. What is that? Listerine? The, no, that's vodka. Yeah, silver spiky hair with the sunglasses with the rope on it. Mm. All right, uh, Sean Reynolds. Wait, uh, with the it, rope? Yeah, you know, you, you put it. Is sunglasses with the rope part of the toothpick lifestyle? Of course. Really? Like, guys named Rod or <laughs> Randy will have the well, sunglasses. Yeah, I knew it was speed ha- glasses, have, but like, they the, don't always have the, oh, they the do. cord. 100%. Oh, okay. Maybe that's Ontario. Um, Sean Reynolds. NHL and Sportsnet covers the Jets at 7.30. The franchise is back today at 8 o'clock. Whoop, whoop. He was... Uh, he was in Vegas. He was he was shaking it off with Taylor Swift. We'll find out what's irking Eric. Wow, what a reference from you. That'd be... That's, what? Why, I can't be a, it off I can't be a Taylor Swiftie. Swift. I can't be a Swiftie. You can be a Swiftie. Yeah, sure. What'd you think of the last there's, album? There's two people who are in this world. 
people who uh, like Taylor Swift and people who lie about not liking Taylor <laughs> Swift. I like how Alex is trying to make up for earlier right now. <laughs> I got this one in the locked this, in. This one's in the hopper. I'm glad you did. <laughs> glad Shake It Off is in the hopper for us at any time. Glad that I ever, if I ever refer to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift, it's right there in the holster. Pow! Just ready to fire it. Pow! Taylor Swift. Boom! Shake it off. Like even finger guns guy. Like Shooter McGavin of the show. Yeah. Shoot off. All right. Now we got it. Just leave this playing. At least the flames can shake it off, I guess. I don't know. The uh, the Rose Report's next with the gory details of that loss. Woohoo! Uh, Melancholy Malcolm's going to join us. I'll tell you some cadre stats. I don't know. It's Wednesday and you're alive. So it's the big show. Russell Shake Rose. it off, guys. Come on. What could go Sportsnet 960. What could go wrong? The fan. <laughs> Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. Are we back? It's the yeah, big we're show. back. Yeah. Russell and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Um, we still got lots to do. Sean Reynolds, uh, Sportsnet Winnipeg, going to join us. Tee up this game that should have meant a lot more than it actually does tonight, but whatever. Well, it, I guess it still means a ton. It's the season tonight. That's essentially what we're doing here for the Calgary Flames. It, it has to be a regulation win. Otherwise, essentially, you're you're eliminated. That's. I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can cut it any other way. Get to the playoffs if you lose tonight. I don't think there's any chance to get to the playoffs if you lose tonight. Well, if you get if you lose tonight, there's what six points on the table, seven if you lose it in regulation, and even then you'd have to win out, and that's a maximum then, of ninety four. Yeah, we're getting into the playoffs with ninety four this year. My goodness, I don't think so. We got lots to do. Um, Sean Reynolds is going to join us. The franchise, Eric Francis at 8 o'clock. We're also going to hear from Melancholy Malcolm coming up at the top of the hour. I got some Nazem Kadri numbers I want to share with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Later on in the show, too, um, might as well try to get a little more peppy. We're going to play Impossible Flames Trivia at 8.30 because it's Wednesday. We got a prize to give away. Love that. That's good. Uh Uh-huh. From our pals at... um, Vacay Brewing Company, and you get some Vacay Brewing Company swag, you get a $50 gift card. That's pretty sweet. Sweet merch, sweet beer stuff. Love beer, bro. And we're also taking uh, your text messages. Just tell us how you're feeling about the Calgary Flames this morning. It's very simple. Just tell us how you're feeling. Yeah, no problem. Just a couple emotions. But one Calgary word, Flames. multiple words, whatever you want. Hey, it's going to be uh, five degrees and mainly sunny today, so there's that. And the weather's going to really warm up in Calgary here this week. That's pretty sweet. That, that's, that's sweet. That's something to look forward to. Love that. Did I mention we're from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio? You, you just did. Serving Calgary and Southern Alberta since 1992. Yes, sir. Better burning Everything it. Basement Tea, visit But now it's time um, for the Rose Report. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW... Choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. 
Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Yes, good morning, friends, and a happy Wednesday. The Flames hosted the Blackhawks ahead of their biggest game of the year tonight. We've got to keep our composure. We've got too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. Ten games yesterday, only three tonight, including the Flames and the Jets. Big games for the Hitmen and the Wranglers tonight, too. Jays finished their first run through the rotation as Yusei Kikuchi faced the Royals. Big night for Matt Chapman, Dalton Varsho, Kevin Kiermeyer. It was teed up by Yusei Kikuchi and his five frames of one-run ball. Raptors played a key game against Charlotte as well. All that and more inside, so let's get after it. We'll start with the Flames, who hosted the Blackhawks. Maybe we shouldn't have been hemming and hawing about the netminders. Is Markstrom probably going to get back-to-back starts as per Daryl Sutter before the game? It's like the last game of the year for us way different than anything else, right? And Marky's been really, really good for us for quite a while now, so he's earned that right for sure. Now, he did mention after the game that he's not married to that and still had to make some decisions for tonight's game. But nevertheless, Chris Tanev took some normal line rushes and morning skate. That was a great sign. He would be able to return to the game as well, but he mentioned it was kind of hard to watch, but also there were some benefits. Obviously, you'd like to be out there, but I mean, it's the next best, next best thing is that we're winning games. Uh, got a couple heart attacks watching a few of them, but um, working their butts off and... and uh, Doing everything that it takes to, to win uh, these games. So Weger and Anderson were reunited. Zadorov and Stetcher were the third pair. Hannafin and Tanev a pair as well. First period saw a pretty good start for the Flames, but one defensive breakdown later, and they were chasing the game. Seth Jones with a sharp angle shot that misses. Now Taves will center it. And now Lucas Reichel centers and scores! A defensive zone breakdown, and the Blackhawks make the Flames play. Andreas Athanasiu one-times the puck pass Jacob Markstrom. Jonathan Taves returning to the lineup after a 27-game absence. Great work along the wall. He beats Elias Lindholm in a battle. Nice finish by Andreas Athanasiu, and the Flames were trailing just after the five-minute mark. Um, I think uh, the little bit of a layoff caught up with Tanev on that play because he looked lost. Yeah, I didn't think that really anybody picked up anybody well in the defensive zone on that one. No. It was. It seemed like a scramble play, and then all of a sudden that was in the back of your net, and the Hawks looked really good offensively for a moment, which was kind of strange. And that goal was essentially a carbon copy of what Vetrano did for the Ducks, beating Markstrom glove side early. Little cycle. Like, yeah, a couple of good shooters in Athanaseo and Vetrano, a couple of guys who honestly actually play the game kind of similarly, but don't care about defense. I was going to say they're fast and they've got good shots, well, but okay. I think that also would apply. Yeah, sure. There you get his 17th or his, yeah, 17th goal of the season um, early on. Just, just a heads up before you uh, dive into all the highlights of this game. Yeah. Just know that heading into the game last night, mm-hmm. Chicago was 1-8-1 and in their last 10 road games and road scored 38-16. to and they had uh, lost eight straight in regulation, and it only scored thirteen goals. It was an, it, it was not good. Yeah, and uh, that that eight game losing streak in regulation, uh-huh. longest for their franchise in just thirty four years. Continue. You just got to keep pressing against a team like Chicago because you got more skill than them. If you outwork them, things will go your way, and eventually uh, a turnover by the Blackhawks and Flames with cash. Body tries to center it, and Toffoli shoots and scores. Red Hot, Tyler Toffoli, bats the bouncing puck into the back of the Blackhawks net. Seth Jones is trying to clear a puck. 
Instead, it goes right to Tyler Toffoli, who uh, just bats at it, and it bounces past the netminder, Alex Stalock, um, uh, Peter Morazic. You know how um, the term puck luck always comes up when it comes to the Flames? Oh, no puck luck. Yeah. I, I don't really like that stuff, because mm-hmm. to me, it always evens itself out yeah. during an entire season. That was very fortuitous for Tyler Toffoli, the way that thing bounced in. Yes, I would certainly and, agree. And the look on Seth Jones's face is like, are you kidding me right now that uh, that actually went in? Another minus? Heck. Um, but great job by Majapani behind the net to cause a turnover. Yes. That's the one part of the play that, that was the key to that goal. Not the lucky hop, but the great play by Majapani on the turnover. How about Chris Tanev throwing a big hit right after that? Oh, man. Did you see uh, Lucic's face on the bench after? <laughs> I love watching the reaction of the bench when it's a hit like that. They're like, oh! You don't usually see those. Yeah. And good on Dickinson not to get up or somebody wanted to fight Tanev after. Just just a clean, open ice hit that we definitely need to see more of in the National Hockey League. Did look like it was going to be a 1-1 tie going into the intermission, but then a couple of costly errors from one of the Flames' top players. He'll dump it in behind the Flames' net. Kadri gives it away to Kachuk, who centers it, and now Kara scores! On a horrible giveaway, Jujar Kara left all alone in front, goes bar down and beats Jacob Markstrom. It was his second giveaway in about five seconds. Uh, Kadri with two turnovers. Kara is the recipient as he buries his fifth of the season in the final minute of the first period to give Chicago a 2-1 lead, lead after 20 minutes of play. Yeah, great finish, too, with the backhand mm-hmm. uh, shelf. And again, that that it's inexcusable from Nazem Kadri on that play, especially in the dying seconds of a period when coaches hate to get scored on in the first minute and the last minute in every period. It's something that every NHL team tries to avoid. And where was the door off to be found on that play too? It was just terrible D-zone coverage, terrible giveaways, and mental mistakes that you just can't have this late in the season in a game you absolutely need. Second period, Flames down by a goal, but just had to keep pressing. They controlled play for some of the second, really started to turn it on around the midway point. And if you keep pressing, you'll force turnovers, especially against a team like Chicago. Can I just uh, interject with something yeah, before yeah, you yeah. move on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric Francis, we're going to have at 8 o'clock during the intermission, said um, absolutely lack of effort from Kadri in that period, which I thought was interesting because he's like, I got to say it, it's bothering me. And then he put that down that there was no effort from Kadri. Because he was a passenger last night. That shift, that one shift that led to the car goal was one that I think stood out to everybody. And you just can't you just can't be doing that. It's just Anyway, continue with the second period where at least that was a bright spot for the Flames last night. A bright spot. Coleman holds it in. Gives it to Huberto, who drops it. Coleman to Hannafin. He shoots. He scores! Noah Hannafin jumps up and squeezes the puck. Through Peter Hannafin finishes off a nice passing play with Huberto and Coleman after the Blackhawks turnover. Seventh of the season for the Flames defender. Did start to see maybe a couple of post-whistle scrums as well, but no other goals in the second. Did see a nice two-on-one breakup by Rasmus Anderson. Toffoli had a nice chance off of a turnover. Lindholm had a great try off of a feed from Toffoli. It was a gorgeous pass from Toffoli, too. Uh, one of the more unfortunate moments was Walker Dewey going hard into an open gate. Yeah. That just... I hate seeing that because that's unavoidable it one hurts. for sure. And it hurts a lot, especially because like he was going pretty fast when he ran into it. But and he hit the corner too. Like oh, he hit the corner hard. Exa- like that 
took Brock Besser out for like six months when he fell into an open gate yeah. in his rookie year. Um, Flames are all over the Blackhawks in that period. Great response, mm-hmm. being down two to one. 19 to four, they outshot Chicago in that period, and they dominated that period. You're like, all right, you're feeling good. And then you see the stat that Sportsnet flashed during the broadcast. Uh, Flames when tied after two periods this season, six, seven, and seven. Yikes. Mm. The Hawks had more wins with nine after being tied after two periods. And the Hawks. They were looking, nine. They were looking at a tenth early on in the third. Sure it was. Athanasiu the other way. He drops it. Reichel centers. Athanasiu scores. Andreas Athanasiu taps the puck into a wide open Flames net. I know that Nazem Kadri is getting ripped for this one as well, but if you're... I'm sorry. That wall play by Nick Ritchie is 10-ply soft. Yeah. Not good enough. And as a result, the puck ends up on Kadri's stick. Stripped really easily. Don't get me wrong. But, man, there's a lot of breakdowns on that play there. It's a nice, clean change. You have possession. Stetcher puts the puck up the boards. Turnover. And uh, all of a sudden, it's in the back of the net. Athanasio gets his second of the game, and the Flames trailed less than two minutes into the third period, and it got worse quickly. The loose puck is picked up by Wagner, races up the left wing side. We've got another two on one. Wagner, toe drag, shoots, and scores. Ah! To fully shot, misses the net. Anderson pinch doesn't work. Can't no. knock it down. Markstrom can't stop Calgary's own Austin Wagner. First goal of the season for Wagner. Flames are down by two at 3 11 of the third period. Flames were losing battles, losing races. They would win a race and a battle, and Backlund would get a goal as a result, a deflection off of Ian Mitchell's foot and into the net. But that would be it. Four to three ends up being the final score. Michael Backlund did tie a career high in points with 53, though. So there's that. And I thought it was interesting um, that the fans down at the Dome last night were giving Markstrom the Bronx cheer a couple times in that period after he made some saves. Sure did. Like He's I, heard it a few times. You can't year. you can't pit all of that on Marstrom last night, but he needs to be better in a must-win situation. Agreed, but it feels so yeah, but, um, but low-hanging Matt, fruit. No, for- it, sure, it's low-hanging fruit, but I'm also tired of all the excuses around it, too. Sometimes your guy has to be your guy, you know? Like, how about a shutout? You got one this season. You have one shutout this entire season for Jacob Markstrom. A guy who's supposed to be your number one goaltender, supposed to be a franchise guy, supposed to be on a short list of elite goaltenders in the NHL. One shutout this season. One. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How many do you have last year? Nine. How many does he have this year? One. That's not good. That's a difference of eight. Make a save sometimes. That's- when, you're, when your team has a terrible turnover like 91 did last night, Mix in a save sometimes if you want to get into the playoffs. Are you playoffs. saying mix in a save on that Kara one? Like, come on. Are you kidding me? Okay, but still. Like, I don't disagree, but how are you going to drag you? We're yelling, but it's fine. The save percentage is below nine. It's And he's been like that the entire year. He's been better. He was better last month. But, man, sometimes you just need your goalie to steal you one. Like and he you did need in your Minnesota. Stanley Cup winner to not turn over, like, three damn pucks in really key situations. We'll get to that at seven, I oh told you. Oh, my goodness. Because, like, across the board, nobody good enough. Got to figure it out. They'll play against I'm the tr- Winnipeg Jets today. I'm trying to think who was decent last night. Um, uh, I thought Zadorov had flashes of outside of that first goal. He, he did a great play to break up. Uh, breakaway. Yeah. But um, then he had again, a good chance off the rush. 
trying to look here. Um, Dubé had a dangerous shot in the third. Anderson had a good block on the empty netter. Um, Toffoli, Lindholm, and Majapani all good chances in the final minute. But I oh, also and, hated them on the first goal. Yeah, also uh, no Kadri after the timeout with 26 seconds to go. Yeah. Deservedly so. Appropriate for sure. Uh, here's the schedule for today. 5.30 start, Flames and Jets. They landed in Winnipeg around 12.40 Calgary time. Uh, we'll have all the coverage for you. We'll have Jeff Merrick from 10 to noon, Blair and Barker from noon to one. So we'll step away from the honky for a moment, a little bit of baseball there. Sports it today with logo goes from one to three flames talk from three to four 30 with Patty and Wes Gilbertson pregame at four 30 with Pat and Lou and puck drop at five 30. Uh, this one is going to be on Sportsnet. Lots of big games on 11-game Tuesday in the NHL. As it relates to the Flames playoff, the Jets were off. Kraken and Predators were on the second half of back-to-backs. The Predators were hosting the Knights. Nashville jumped out to a 2-0 lead in the first. They would end up winning this one 3-2 in overtime. Uh, but we still don't talk about Nashville, even though they're just a point behind the Flames with a game in hand. Kraken beat the Canucks. They're pretty much out of reach at this point as well. That's a 5-2 final in Vancouver. Other big games as it pertains to the postseason, Kings and Oilers. This might end up being a really fun postseason matchup once again. Second and third seeds in the Pacific separated by just a point before puck drop and a rematch of last year's opening round. Edmonton red hot right now. Three more points by Leon Dreisaitl, including his 51st goal of the season. Couple that with 20 of 21 saves for Stuart Skinner and you got yourself a 3-1 win and they jump into second in the Pacific Division. They look red hot. Like, like they look like a wagon right now. There's nobody that I would want to play less than Connor McDavid in the opening I, round. I of watched. Season. I watched the third period of that game last night. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, LA's kind of back into this. No, Edmonton just took over. And Drysaddle, he's in on every point again last night. Nurse banks it off the glass for the empty netter. And you know what? You know what they're getting that the Flames aren't getting? Stuart Skinner saves. Yeah, saves. And especially in a goaltending tandem that I really don't believe in heading into the playoffs. But they're getting saves right now, man. A lot more than the Calgary Flames are. Who would you rather have, the Kings goaltenders or the Oilers goaltenders? Oh, boy. For me, it's the Kings. Why? Because I think you've got two gambles there between Corpusalo and Copley. Whereas, like, Copley's had good stretches this year. So has Corpusalo. So is Skinner. Has Campbell? He's been better of late. Uh, has he? I don't think goaltending is going to matter in that series. Yeah. But, like how many, but uh, the Oilers might win the division the way they're going. 13-3-1 since the Ekholm trade. Or sorry, 13-2-1. Are you saying he's made a difference, Patrick? A little bit. Are you seeing getting a sturdy defenseman who Patrick. can help out and trading away a top power play guy because you already had Evan Bouchard who could fill that role is... Probably an astute trade by the Great Oilers. Trade. Great trade. Patrick, how dare you use facts to back up your take? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Nathan McKinnon recorded his 100th point on the OT winner. The Avalanche beat the Sharks. They take over top spot in the Central via tiebreaker and clinched a playoff spot as well. 98 points for Colorado, Minnesota, and Dallas, but Colorado does have a game in hand. All three of them are off until Thursday. Unfortunately, no head-to-head matches before the regular season ends with uh, these rivals. No! No, no! That's no, too bad. No, Sad. Oh. Uh, no! Is that Woody? No, no. 
Yeah, it's sad, Woody. In the uh, East playoff picture, the Sabres are trying to keep their slim playoff hopes alive down in Florida. Tage Thompson returned to the lineup for Buffalo, and they gave Devin Levi a second career start against the team that drafted him, then traded him away in the Sam Reinhart trade. Matthew Kachuk would deflect home his 39th of the season as the game winner. 2-1, to one, the Panthers win it and effectively end the season for Buffalo. With the Panthers winning, the Penguins needed a win to stay in playoff position, but they would get thumped by the Devils 5-1. to one. Dawson Mercer with a hat-trick in this one. As a result, Pittsburgh on the outside looking in once again. Outside by a point. The Devils win, but they're still three points back to the division leading Hurricanes after they beat the Senators 3-2. to two. The Leafs were also in action. Matt Murray day-to-day with a head injury, so Joseph Wall was recalled on an emergency basis. He got the start. Not much to play for if you're Toronto. Just trying to hold on to home ice over the Lightning. Four-point gap entering action. Two goals from Zach Aston-Reese. Couple assists for Sam Lafferty. 24 of 26 stops for Wall as the Buds cruise to a 4-2 win. They had 50 shots on the hapless Blue Jackets. Uh, and they moved uh, Marner back with Tavares to get Tavares going. Because he makes $11 million and can't win his 5-on-5 five five minutes. He's been getting his cookies on the power play. Mm. But Tavares 5-on-5 five five is a bit of an issue still. But you put him with Marner, he's fine because Marner is so dynamic. It's the boots for me, John Tavares. He's playing in the middle of the ice. Never been the fastest skater. No, but the league has gotten considerably faster over the last little bit. So, I don't know, playing on the wing, I don't hate that. Red Wings beat the Canadiens 5-0. Blues beat the Flyers 4-2. A bunch of lotto teams didn't spin it yesterday. Let's see who gets uh, the pick today. I'm feeling the Sharks. You're feeling the Sharks? It's the Philadelphia Flyers that jump up to get the sixth overall selection. They've actually come up in this uh, handful of times. That would be an interesting little wrinkle. Columbus stays at the second position and gets the opportunity to grab Adam Fentilli. Three games tonight. Flames, Jets, 530 Sportsnet West at 8. It's the Ducks and Oilers. They'll join that in progress on Sportsnet West, but you can catch a puck drop on Sportsnet 360. Tampa and the Rangers battle at MSG. That's a 5.30 start. Jays and Royals down in Kansas City. Game two of their four-game set. Jays looking for their first win since opening day. One and three to start the season. Yusei Kikuchi headed to the bump. Boy, was it refreshing to get out of the first inning without allowing a hit or a base runner. He did allow a hit in the second. It was a solo home run to Franmil Reyes on a full count slider. But that would be the only hit allowed in five innings of work. And... He left the game with the lead. Smash on the left side. Through a base hit to tie the game from Chapman. The 2-1. Swung at a pitch down in the dirt. Hops away from Perez. This allows Merrifield to advance on another wild pitch thrown by Bubich. The Blue Jays will take a 2-1 lead on a pitch that couldn't be corralled by Salvador Perez behind the plate. So Chapman has the RBI single to score Bichette. Whit Merrifield scores on a wild pitch. The Jays had a 2-1 lead after four innings. And Yusei Kikuchi looked good. Um, who had uh, Yusei Kikuchi between Bassett, right. Manoa, Barrios, that Kikuchi would outpitch all of those dudes so far in the Blue Jays rotation? Well, if we were watching spring training... Uh... And is Bubich one of the best names in baseball right now? Bubich? Yeah, it's got to be right up there. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, the Royals had Rusty Kuntz as well. You know. Excuse me? Pardon me? Kuntz. Okay. Remember what was Rusty his first Kuntz? name? Rusty. Love that. Here's Rusty. Here's Rusty. Uh, it's the like J- you're at the dog track <laughs> where the mechanical rabbit comes out and they yeah. go, here's Rusty. Here's Rusty. And dog, dog racing's fixed. Oh. oh, don't give the dog water for like two days right before the race. <laughs> then can't run. 
fixed. Anyway, mm. go ahead. Oh, okay. Neat. The more you know. Uh, Dalton Varsho the dog track. also ahead. hit a home run. Carlos yeah. Hernandez will take over on the mound. Right-hander's first pitch. Served <laughs> in the air. Up the line and left. Back at the wall, and it is gone. Dalton Varsho with an opposite field home run for his first as a Blue Jay. I love the call of a first pitch home run. And welcome into the game, Eduardo Escobar. And, uh, oh, he wishes he never got out of bed as he's allowed a home run on the first pitch. The Jays would end up winning the game by a 4-1 to score. The home run by Varsho made it a 3-1 to uh, lead in the top of the sixth. Danny Jansen also scored Matt Chapman in the eighth. Chapman's off to a great start. Moved up to bat fourth yesterday, and appropriately so. He's 11 for 19 for a league-leading 579 batting average. I know it's just four games, but nevertheless. Also has a couple walks, four runs, and three RBI. Great start for Chappie. Kikuchi, five innings, three hits, one earned run on the solo bomb, one walk, and two strikeouts as well. Bullpen combined to allow just one hit in the remaining four innings, and Jordan Romano recorded his second save. G snap a three-game losing streak with a 4-1 win. Today, Alec Manoel faced Zach Greinke in game three of the four-game set. First pitch at 540. Uh, the Raptors and the Hornets. Raptors sitting at 500 entering action. Then them and the Hawks tied for the eighth and ninth seeds entering yesterday's game. The Hawks were playing the Bulls, who are the 10th. The best case scenario would have been a Bulls win and a Raptors win on what wasn't an ideally scheduled day. First off, how the Toronto game go for uh, these Raptors. All right, let's fire it up. Uh, they were monstrous favorites last night in Charlotte against those terrible, terrible Hornets. And the Raptors pulled out a 120-100 victory. Pascal Siakam, your boy, Spicy P, scored 22 points. As the Raptors had a rally from a four nine-point uh, first quarter deficits to roll past those terrible Hornets. Raptors now won five of their last six, improving to 40 and 30. Mmm. Atlanta also won, so you got to keep winning if you want to move up in the play-in. The Hawks host the Wizards at 5.30 tonight. The Raptors visit the Celtics. In the AHL, the Calgary Wranglers have a big game tonight. They're down in Coachella Valley to face the Kraken affiliate, the Firebirds. Both clubs have 98 points, six games left. Top spot in the entire AHL on the line and a first-round bye in their division. That's an 8 o'clock start. The Hitmen also have a huge game tonight. All the Calgary clubs in big contests. Flames and Jets at 5.30. Wranglers and Firebirds at 8. And the Hitman and the Rebels in Game 4 of their opening series goes at 7 at the Dome. The Hitman trailed the series two games to one after a 4-2 loss on Monday. And the AJHL Division Finals are set after last night's Game 7. An hour and a half up the road in Black Falls between the Bulldogs and Drumheller Dragons. Bulldogs would win this one by a 5-2 score. They will now face Brooks in the South Division Final. Just the second season for the Bulldogs, and they're in the South Division Final. So congratulations to them. The North Division Final, we'll see the Spruce Grove Saints host the Bonneville Pontiacs. Both those series get going on Friday. And good night, and good luck to you, sir. Terrific stuff, Manny. And the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Um, I got some Nazem Kadri numbers I want to share with you guys. Awesome. I think Melancholy Malcolm wants to weigh in. Perfect. And um, we'll talk to Sean Reynolds, Sportsnet NHL Jets reporter. Mm-hmm. Will join us at 7.30, tee up this game that the Flames absolutely need tonight. Chances are low. In reg. But you got to win in regulation tonight in the peg on the back end of a back-to-back. Got to win in reg in the peg on the back half of a, a bad-to-back. A bad a back? 
I don't know. I was looking to shorten that one too. Okay. Not my best okay. work. I'm not feeling overly sharp today. All right. Um, it's the big show, Russ and Rose. Sports at 960, the fan. Big bag of wet hair.